original individuals. Be yourself, be yourself, be yourself, be yourself. Catch entertainment, original individuals. Be yourself, be yourself, freedom writers. Cause it's real out here I'm a grown man and kids get killed out here This is a sad situation Every city, every nation Out of low and high places The dark and light faces Some learn patience And others are racist Some just person to person basis And others are racist We must face it Whatever the case is The producers of the movie What's the basis to the matrix Silly rabbit I hope that trick stays for kids Cause your mind in the box And conscious thinkers Are tipping to close the lid For your soul to be Cause they want you trapped in. in the genuine world, diamonds won't value more than skin In the material world, diamonds value more than her and him It matters less than if the blood is out of end Idol worshiping men do anything to get their hands on them Blood, diamonds, and other mortal material Living at least two realms of physical and spiritual I encourage all of y'all to be original individuals You were not created to be typical No, don't follow the world or let it get to you We live in at least two realms of physical and spiritual I encourage all of y'all to be be original individuals You were not created to be difficult No, don't follow the world or let it get to you Follow the leader, who's playing follow the leader I might join the game, see if I can beat them Original individuals, that's what we need here With no selfish ways so that we all can eat here This our home, so we have to meet here We need to chop up game, have a seat here <clears throat> I'ma try to speak clear We need to focus on today, fuck next year We need to focus on ourselves, fuck being them Sometimes you lose yourself, fuck chasing them If they smash out, you better off replacing them Cause when the thrill is gone, you gon' end up hating them My clock is ticking, I ain't standing around waiting here Without a box of pissing, this ain't a be patient position You ain't gotta listen, I really mean be yourself I take into consideration your advice and not act dead You live in at least two realms of physical and spiritual I encourage all of y'all to be original individuals You were not created to be typical No, don't follow the world or let it get to you We live in at least two realms of physical and spiritual I encourage all of y'all to be original individuals You were not created to be typical No, don't follow the world or let it get to you Be yourself at all times Cause you never know if the person you're trying to be named Is above a dotted line Next to a decent figure Will it's release from trigger After your lives have been least to kill and you they sat on After them gats blow You and them gon' hope that you was an angel And one were halo You should've laid low Now you gotta duck low It's probably best if you pray though But probably not best if you pray slow You didn't have to take those But you were wars and not the cause But you guilty by association So you charged Which I was talking about your debit card But uh-uh No credit results in your head getting charged Uh-huh The bullets hungry You look like sister balls Bruh, bruh You pray to jam So it was discharged So fuck you From the front You only need to Cherry pop wants. I know you really like to get high with your homies, but it's gonna get you smoked like a drone blind. We live in at least two realms of physical and spiritual. I encourage all of y'all to be original individuals. You were not created to be typical. No, don't follow the world or let it get to you. We live in at least two realms of physical and spiritual. I encourage all of y'all to be original individuals. You were not created to be typical. No, don't follow the world or let it get to you.
Hey everybody, what's up? Uh, welcome to COCW's uh, Canna Corner. Uh, I'm Candace Dyer, and we have a couple of awesome guests to talk to today. Um, I wanted to thank uh, Coffee Party Radio USA and Coffee Party uh, USA, and also the Human Solution International. Um, they all make all this possible. I want to thank them. Thank you, Jay. So I know that we have two great guests today. I wanted to go ahead and introduce the first guest. Um, she is actually a retired police officer, um, and uh, she had to battle uh, bad uh, brain cancer. And I'll let her go ahead and tell her story here in just a second. Uh, she's keeping her name anonymous. So I'm just going to say she and her instead of her name. Um, we're going to keep her protected. And that's what's great about this show is if there's any doctors or people out there that got to stay anonymous that still want to tell their story, they can get on and do so. So I'm going to go ahead and let's talk to our first guest. How you doing, love? I'm fine. How are you? Great, great. I'm doing wonderful. Today's been a hectic day, but made it to 8 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, same here. Right. I know uh, we were talking yes, uh, the day before yesterday when uh, yeah. I was talking to you about what all's going on, and I know that you have an amazing story, and I'm just going to go ahead and start by asking, I guess, uh, what was your profession before uh, oh. you – Got your illness? I was a police officer. I had been a police officer for over two decades, actually, um, prior to becoming ill. Awesome. I'm sorry. Are you still there? Okay. I thought no, I lost I'm you. You're good. Okay, yeah. So um, for over two decades, I was um, working in law enforcement, and then I became ill. Um, I thought I was going to be a brief uh, leave of absence that turned into four to five years of uh, not going back to work. But um, I had a tumor on my brain, and I ended up having surgery um, on my tumor. I was still feeling some pretty bad effects after the surgery. And in kind of communicating with other people that had went through the surgery that I went through, they kind of recommended um, trying um, cannabis, trying edibles or smoking or, you know, whatever to kind of alleviate the pain and problems that I was having. So um, I gave it a shot. You know, I tried it in high school and really didn't like smoking or anything like that, didn't like the effects of it. Uh, But since I've been ill and dealing with my conditions, uh, it's really made a difference in my life. Right, right. I, I know you told me it helped you a lot. Um, you started taking the edible form. Um, what what exactly, um, what stage was it when you got diagnosed? Um, uh, did you just take uh, cannabis or were you taking chemo as well to help? Well, it wasn't a cancerous uh, tumor. Um, that okay. was removed. They removed it because awesome. of the size, the location, and the side effects and stuff that I was having from it. You know, and then I right, was online right. because it was so close to the optic nerve. 
Um, So that was the reason that it was uh, removed. They uh, initially started watching it for about six months, and it was just steady growing, 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 growing. And so the doctors decided that, yes, the best option was to go ahead and take it out. And when they tested it, there was no cancer cells. So I didn't have to take chemo, but I am right. battling awesome. another medical condition where I am on chemo type pills in medication for. Right. And it, it helps with the side effects of your meds that you have to take too. Yes. I had to um, discontinue some of the medicines because the side effects of the prescription medicines that these doctors are writing for us are horrible. The side effects are a lot worse than just battling the the illnesses that we have sometimes. Um, I also suffer from high blood pressure, and me faithfully smoking now has reduced my blood pressure. I suffer from insomnia. It's reduced. I mean, I've been able to sleep without having to take any prescription medications. I mean, I sleep well every night (laughs) now that I've started to... um, I've started to smoke. The my pain level is is minimal. When I was dealing with the seven, wow. eight, nine levels uh, of pain, um, since I've been smoking, I'm a three or four. Some days I have pain free days, and prior to right. starting to smoke, I didn't have pain free days. Right, right. It was that's it amazing. Was, you know, we would measure it on tolerable or intolerable. Is you know how I was dealing right. with pain prior to trying cannabis. Heck yeah, that's amazing. I mean, that it helps with so much. You know, you you will learn more and more. I knew that it helped with high blood pressure, but it's interesting to talk to somebody who's having that issue and can tell me exactly what it is that it helps with and stuff. So it's nice and to have you to be here and to I'll, tell your story. I, I really appreciate it. I know it's hard also because of the profession that you were in. Um, we know the stigma that you get as a cannabis user. Um, what What are your thoughts on uh, the stigma and what you think? You know, uh, as far as what what I guess what would I say? What would you tell um, your fellow officers today about if you were talking to them about this? Like, what would you tell to change their mind? You know, honestly, in law enforcement, a lot of the laws is pretty much left up to our discretion on certain things are left up to our discretion on how we want to handle that offense. Um, And fellow law enforcement officers, I would tell them to be more lenient when it comes to dealing with, you know, cannabis charges and cases. You know, I can't wait until Texas just go ahead and legalize this and we don't even have to go through this. But it has made a world of difference in my life. It really has. It has really given me that quality of life. Um, That's amazing. It's really important when you're dealing with a disease that there is no cure for. You know, you don't know how long you may live dealing with this disease in itself. And so to not know your quantity of life and be losing your quality of life, it's really, it's bad. And so smoking has really given me quality of life. And so if there's any law enforcement officers that are listening, then, you know, 
within your power and whatever you can do. Just use as much discretion as possible um, and leniency as possible when dealing with marijuana and cannabis, cannabis cases. Right. Yeah, and I would. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, you're good. I would also say, and just open your mind a little bit and start searching for yourself. You know, the different diseases that this helps because yours is like a drop in the bucket of a million diseases right now that it's helping, and symptoms that it's helping. You know what I mean? I recently discussed with. I recently discussed with my my personal doctor. I disclosed to her, and I'm kind of, you know, nervous about who I disclosed to because I don't want, you know, the things that happen. Oh, you'll be oh, labeled yeah. as a drug user, or you know, you'll be labeled just just all these different negative labels that are not true at right. all. Um, right. But I went ahead and disclosed to her because we have a good relationship, and she's been my doctor for over ten plus years, and. You know, in her medical professional um, opinion, she couldn't say, oh, yeah, I can write this for you and go out and do this. But she told me that if it's working for me, she does not see a medical reason why she should force me not to to do it. That's Um, awesome. Or she should input her opinion in me not doing it. She said if it's working for me, then go and do what's working for me and what makes me feel better. Um, and I have a home health nurse that have um, we both recorded and witnessed when I do smoke, when I'm getting treatments, and if my blood pressure or anything is elevated, or if I have anxiety as a side effect of a tre- the treatments, when I smoke, all of that goes away. My blood pressure is el- normalized without having. See, that's amazing, and the fact that you find a doctor or a nurse, you know that's willing to work with you on that and actually do the studies because they say time and time again that there's not enough studies. Well, yeah, but you have all these people that are willing to be patients. Um, if they would just, you know, like you said, it's a nurse that's willing to open, be open-minded and, like, start looking and do your blood pressure and actually doing studies for herself on it. Uh-huh. And that's, that's amazing to be able to find a doctor like that. There's yeah, not so- a lot of them. Right, and I'm so thankful that, you know, I was really nervous disclosing to my doctor, and I was so thankful that that was the response that I got from her. Um, I was so excited. It it makes me feel a whole lot better um, going to her. I don't feel as guarded because I had this little secret that, you know, I didn't want to tell her about. It's not not terrible at all, but, you know, society makes you feel like it's terrible, and you have to hide it. Yeah, it, it's like something that everybody feels like they got to keep to themselves and be quiet about. But that's what we were lied to about all this time. They, they, they made the stigma of cannabis so bad that, and all these bad racist reasons why they wanted it freaking illegal in the first place. Um, it's just crazy, man. And, and people... Just as soon as they start looking in it for themselves and opening their mind to the fact that maybe this is a God-given plant, maybe it is something God put here for us so that we could heal ourselves of these diseases that are popping up. Because God supplies us with everything else. Why wouldn't he supply us with a med medication that would help with so many different things? Right. Right. Right, I strongly believe that too. I really do, and and like I said, my life now is is proof 
<laughs> it's it's right. really proof that yeah, it's for us to use in the way that we're using it, and it should be available without all of these problems. Right, and I mean, I know you can contest to the different side effects that you deal with with medication and. The difference in medicating with cannabis and medicating on pharmaceuticals, you're much more clear-headed. You know, you're not zonked out all the time. Um, it's it's so relaxing and such a chill that you have when you're on cannabis versus, and, and I'll, I'll just kind of put out there some of the medicines that I've taken. I've taken, um, like, gabapentin. I've taken... Ambien. Um, I've taken a lot of different medicines. With Ambien, I've found myself messaging people that I don't remember messaging and talking to. I found myself in the kitchen cooking in the middle of the night, burning up cooking utensils because the fire is so high and I'm so out of it and not even remembering the next day that I was in the kitchen cooking the night before. There are so many stories about that Ambien like that. It's crazy the things people did on that. Yeah, it's yeah, like a yeah. side effect that you don't remember what you do after if you don't go to sleep or something. I don't know. It's crazy. Right. If you're not <laughs> laying in bed <laughs> with your yeah. kids put away and your phone put away, you will order stuff. You will pay for stuff online and not even remember using your credit card. It is. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah, it's You'll call nuts. and talk to people and don't remember the conversations. It's it's a bad bad medicine. It really is. Yeah, I've never smoked and not remember what I did the night before. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And and, I, and <laughs> the sleep and the rest that you get from smoking is so much more peaceful than, you know, being on. On Ambien, it's just kind of like if you're laying down, it's knockout. You just, you're right. up, and the next thing you know, you're out. With with cannabis, for me, you know, and I know it affects people differently, but for me, I'm just kind of relaxed and chilled, and mm-hmm. you know, then I just kind of slowly drift off into into my sleep. Right, right, yeah. It's not a hard knockout. It's a peaceful right knockout. Right. When you well, wake I've up the to... next day, you're not like drugged up, feeling tired. You feel all. normal. Not yeah. at all. You don't feel groggy, and that's that's what happened with um, gabapentin, and it was another one to see. I can't remember the name of it, but but those two medicines, I would wake up the next day, and I'm still kind of groggy. I'm still kind of out of it. Um, I couldn't function, and you know, at that time, I was still working. I couldn't take that medication and then go to work the next day. Yeah, I, I just couldn't. I, my my right. memory focus was everything was off. Exactly. It's crazy. Well, I'm so glad to hear your story. Thank you so much for coming on and telling us. Um, It's so great to hear uh, a perspective like yours being a retired police officer. And thank you so much for speaking out for all of us because I know it's not something that's easy. Thank you for creating this platform. Thank everybody yes, that's out here trying to get, you know, cannabis legalized. Um, and let's just keep on pushing forward because we need it. We absolutely need it. And we need to get yeah, it's out working. of prison. We're gaining we territory need- slowly yes. but surely. Yes. <laughs> so thank awesome. you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. You have a great night. You too. Bye-bye, love. Bye-bye. That's awesome.
to have a perspective like that of a retired cop and to see how uh, how it's helped her through illness and how it's changed, you know, because it changed her mind. She didn't smoke all the time. She was like, it changed her mind um, when she got ill, when she decided to try it after the fact, after it helped her with her illness. And then she's like, wow, you know, this does help. And it's awesome that she would come out and speak and let everybody hear her stories because I just love to hear stories like that. It's, there's just so many things that cannabis is good for, and we'll just break it down little by little. I know our next guest that we have is Pete, and he's from What's Your Blazing Group, and he's going to come on. Hey, Pete, what's up? Is he on yet, Jay? I am. How are you doing? Hey, Pete. (laughs) What's going on? How are you doing? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Awesome. Thanks for being on the show today. Did you hear that retired retired police officer? I did. That was awesome. That was pretty awesome, awesome, huh? He did a great job. I was so glad to have her. Yeah, it's so cool to me to hear from, from, from that perspective and stuff. I think that's pretty cool. To see that right. you know, there's actually people in that line where that do kind of sort of, you know, stand behind us. Like, hey, you know, we understand that it's medicine, yo. Why, 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 why is it? Why can't, why can't people have it? Why? Exactly, exactly. It's way safer than any other medication. Right. Uh, I, I wanted to yeah. talk about your group. I know that you've got a group going on called What You Blazing, and it's private. I do. Um, and he. Yeah, I know that there's a lot of good articles and stuff that I see on there all the time. So y'all go check out that group. It's called What You Blazing, and Pete runs it, and it's a really good group. Uh, y'all go check that out and share it. Um, he's an activist. Yeah. He's, we were talking yesterday, and he said he didn't really consider himself an activist, but I was like, look, anybody that's going to share information out there and take time out of their day and spread education about cannabis in my book is an activist. So well, I consider I, I, this I, guy an activist. <laughs> and well, I uh, that. I'm, I'm honored. <laughs> yeah, no problem, dude. You do great. I, I love watching your, uh, your group and shit and all the different stuff that goes on on it. Um, and I get a lot of good information on it too. So it's good educational group. Well, thank you. Thank you. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I try to share as much stuff about it as I can because, you know, and, and, and that's particularly hard for me to do because I don't, unfortunately, I don't live in a legal state. It is not recreational here. It is not medical here. It is not. I mean, here it's still, it's, it's up to the police officer's discretion whether, whether or not they want to take you to jail that specific day or not. And I mean, to me, that's not cool. You shouldn't be, I mean, that's not cool. I mean, I shouldn't have to worry about, you know, risking my freedom over a plant. Exactly. I don't. Exactly. I don't think that's fair. You know, I don't I think totally that it's fair that. Yeah, I, I don't think that it's fair that it's okay for you know, for you to be you know you to take pain meds and all that stuff. Okay, well you know there's people out there that don't want to to take that to get rid of their pain because they right. they can use cannabis. You know they can they can smoke it. They can eat it. They can rub the oils on their body. They can they can do whatever they want with it, and it still has the same effect. Yep, except not all the side effects that are right, horrible go along with other effects. 
Right. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I know I you dealt think, with addiction. So, uh, we were talking about that the other day, like mm-hmm. I, like I have, um, and you, did you feel that it was a, like an exit drug that helped you get off the things that you were on? I mean, not really for me. It was more like, you know, because I mean, you know, I smoked and stuff like that a little bit when I was younger and stuff like that. And I mean, but, but the, but, but the cannabis now is different than it was back then, you know, right. when I was younger. I mean, yeah, there was good stuff, but it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't grown like it is now. It wasn't, you it know, wasn't in laboratories with, right, with experts where they're, they're picking down every little minute detail about it. Like, okay, this right. does this for this. So let's help these people that got this. It was just, you got what you got. And if it was trash or it was laced with some shit, it was like, whatever. Right, you know, and dirt like weed or brick weed or. <laughs> mm-hmm. And things were different then. I didn't, I didn't really like it then. It, it, it made me super paranoid. It and, was you know, a it lot did, different. It right, was. it did the opposite for things like my ADD and my anxiety. It made them worse. Right. So then I was like, yeah. okay, well, shit. I know I can take his Xanax. You know. Right. Or I know I can take an Adderall, and that's gonna work. I'm not gonna be freaking out and be paranoid. I mean, I might be a little groggy or I might be a little you know it, it just I didn't want to have to go that route so you know and, and I was hooked on painting for a long time you know? right so then you know it was like this vicious cycle it was like okay well this takes away my pain but it it makes me a person that I don't want to be exactly you know when I don't when I don't have it I'm angry I'm irritated I, I can't think it did the very opposite of what I wanted it to do Right. Once we got to that point, so I started smoking again, and I was like, you know, it was it was different. Then. then it was like, okay, well, hey, you know, now I'm actually chill. Now I'm where I want to be. You know, my my anxiety is calm. You know, my ADD is functionable. It ain't always perfect. <laughs> yeah, but right. I I I can manage it. You know, exactly. without having to be all all crazy, doped up on stuff. You know, and, and and I mean, I personally, I I consider it a drug, but I don't consider it a drug with the way a lot of other people. I don't think that it's this that that it's this force that's gonna you know harm everyone on the planet. That it's gonna destroy people's lives because I know plenty of people that are very successful people. You know, that smoke, but they don't. They are not very open with it. They keep it quiet because because of the professions that they're in. They don't want to possibly lose their job or have people look down on them that don't understand that this is medicine that helps them. Right. You know? Yep, definitely. That stigma that everybody, you open your mouth and people just look at you like, oh, wow, you're a stoner. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they, like, just judge you right away. Bye, Crystal. Love you. Hey, Robin. Wanted to say hi. Sorry, I got to... There was oh, one fine. at Club and Katie. What's up, y'all? But, no, I know we were also talking yesterday about gun rights, and I know Oklahoma did something right and made they, it to where medical cannabis did. users um, can carry a gun. They can get their license now. So that's a good Which thing, I and I know we were talking about that. What are your thoughts on that? I, I think – I think what they did is 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 100% right. 
I think that they, I think that they did the right thing. And I think that, you know, and to me, and to me as, you know, to me as, as a, as, as, a, as a user, I mean, I'll say it, yeah, as a user and someone who believes that it is a fundamental medicine that people need to survive. I don't right. think that it should, I don't think that we should put all of these, all of these laws and all of these rights on it because we don't have all of these things on these pharmaceuticals. We don't have all of these things on, on alcohol. Any drunk can walk into a gas station right now, buy a six pack of beer or a case, whatever it is they want to do. They can walk into a liquor store, buy a gallon of vodka, drink it to the safe, freak out and shoot their wife. Yep. We don't tell yep. them. And I would trust a pothead with a gun before I trust an alcoholic with a gun any day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I agree. Cause I mean, you know, you smoke or something, and you, you you're mellow, man. You don't you don't want nobody destroying your vibe. Hey, man, let me chill, dude. Yeah, you definitely you know, don't want to go chill. Up right, let me chill. My mind's calm and clear. I can finally think without all of that outside distraction going on in it. I don't have to worry about like, okay, you know, freaking out because my anxiety's going crazy. Like, hey, Pete, they're talking about you, bro. You know? Yeah, exactly. I'm just chill. Like, all of my all of my anxieties, all of my worries about anything is gone. My pain is gone. You know what I mean? With right. I mean, there's days where there's days where it don't even help. You know, and I mean, I I don't have nothing like, you know, I don't have nothing like terminal or nothing like that. But you right. know, I got, you know, I mean, I got really, I got horrible knees. I mean, I played baseball, I blew out my knees and stuff like that. So I mean, they're 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 not good. They're not in good shape. They hurt constantly. I mean, you right. know, I have. You know, arthritis, my cartilage is messed up in them. So, I mean, it helps. But, you know, there's those days where, you know, there's those days where even now I'm like, hey, you know, I want to, I, I could use a pain pill right now. But, right. but the fact that I know that eventually, eventually, cannabis is going to help me. Sooner or later, it's going to help me. Either I'm going to pass out or it's it's just going to, to the point where I've taken so much that it just relieves my pain and I don't feel nothing. So I'm cool with that. Right. I'd rather do that than be, you know, than be Jones on, on all these, you know, these pharmaceuticals and stuff. And it's like they push this stuff down people's throats. It's, it's rough. And I don't think that if you smoke, you should be able to, you shouldn't have your rights like your guns. I mean, why? Why tell these people that they can't? What, what is, what's the difference? Yeah, and the truth is, the only difference is, is one is a federally legal drug, and the other one is not. Yep, cannabis and, is considered a Schedule One, which means yep. no medical value, and yep. uh, the morphine and all that is uh, like heroin, basically, and it's Schedule Two because it does have medical mm-hmm. value. They use it, so. Right. And the, it's funny to me because they've already figured out when they go off, number one, they've got the patent for it medically. So that right there says that it's medical. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that they haven't changed it from a Schedule 1 at least to a Schedule 2 is just mind-blowing to me. I'm like, what the hell are they waiting for? But And a lot of the reason is, and I think a lot of the reason is, is because the federal government has not figured out a way. The federal, the federal government has not figured out a way to make money off of it yet, like the states have. That's their issue with it, because right. they don't like they don't like the fact 
they don't like the fact that the states now, not only do they not like the fact that the states are making money off of something that they've deemed illegal, something that they've deemed horrible. How dare you do that? You are a disgusting, vile human being. You, you, you are a criminal. How dare you do that? Right. Well, they forgot their little loophole that they put that says that the federal government can, shall, and will not mandate state law. Right. I mean, you can't take they, – they can't do it, but they do it because there's that little contingency. Who's going to fight them? What are you going to do? They're the federal government. They're the FBI. They're the DEA. You know, yeah, there's nothing you can't do. They'll just throw you in jail. They'll confiscate, confiscate all your stuff. They'll give you these crazy amount of fines. Then when you pay them and you do open back up, okay, you open back up. But when's the next time period going to come when they decide that they want to raid you again? So they do these right. things because they know that people can't fight them right. on that level. But Yeah, and you I know, they set their discretion. So if they've got a grudge against somebody, you know they're going to be mm-hmm. using their discretion yep. wrongly. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, <laughs> I, think, I think it's awesome that – I think it's awesome that the states are fighting back. I mean, what we got now – I mean, what do we got now? We got – 12 now that are that are either medical or recreational i mean uh matt this is the latest map that i've seen is we got the dark greens are right. uh legal marijuana for adults right. i don't know if you can see the video um and no. the light greens are the ones that are medical i believe right and Texas is surrounded. Where did you say you were from again? North? Uh, South Carolina. South Carolina. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that y'all are illegal just like us. And here in Texas, y'all laws a lot the same. Right. And see, it's crazy with the way it works here because because South Carolina is completely, South Carolina is completely illegal. Like, like zero tolerance. Like, you know, I mean, zero tolerance. Right. But, North Carolina now. North Carolina, it's not legal in North Carolina, nor is it medical, but they decriminalized it. Right. They're lenient on it. It's kind of like here in Fort Worth, they're like bitches Mm -hmm. about it, but then in Dallas, you get caught with it, you get a ticket. (laughs) Right. Right. But there are different cities here. You know, which is pretty cool. You know, and I mean, I just think that they need to, I, I think really, I think that they don't – I don't think that they should just they, – they should keep pressing it, man. They know the people want it, you know. I mean, regardless of whether you keep it illegal or not, you know, I mean, you can see every day, you know, people are speaking out, man. People are done hell with being told that, hey, you know, I can't, I can't be a cannabis user because you say that I can't, but – this state, I can go across. The, I can, you know, be in California, and it's medical. It's recreational there, you know. So right. like, I live in Arizona. It's medical there, but still, you say, "Oh, I can't do it like I want to." Well, I'll just go. I'll just go to California. People are starting right. to see that. So I think that that's putting this chain out there. Like more and more states are being like, "Hey, this is what." Right. We want. A lot of people are moving to states that are legalized. They're like, I mean, through this, you know, I need it and I have to. And then you've got a few of us that refuse to leave. They're like, no, screw that. 
I'm staying here and I'm fighting because I have every right to use cannabis too for medicine, just like everybody else. And I was right. born and raised here. My whole family lives here. Why should I have to move? I agree. I agree. <laughs> you know, I agree. And I mean, and and there's a group out here. There's actually a group out here in in South Carolina that actually they are they actually are a cannabis activist group. And I believe their name is. Uh, I think it's something like it, it, it's something like South Carolina Cannabis Association or something like that. Um, I'll, cool. I'll look it up and I'll and I'll get the info to you and stuff so you can you know so you, so you can spread it to your people and stuff too. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, I'll, they, I'll, yeah. I'll give them a shout case, out and shit and hook them up. Right. Talk to them they want, find you know, out what they're doing in that area like Yeah. 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 And I know they did some stuff in Charleston and all that kind of stuff. And I was actually going to go. I was actually not too long ago going to go to a uh, <clears throat> to an event that they had out there, out in Charleston and stuff. But you know, I ended up not being able to like get my ride situation straight and all that kind of stuff. So I didn't right. go. But I mean, it would have been cool because you know I I see what you know I see what you got what you do and you know what Phil does and all that stuff like that. And you know I was like, hey, man, I'm flying South Carolina doing that kind of stuff. It'd be kind of cool. <laughs> So I, I yeah, mean, I it's, it's and, a lot of fun, and it becomes, like, addicting after the first couple of times out there. It's like it, you well, kind of I mean, need it. It helps fuel you to the next walk, right, like, right. to fuel you to the week. Yeah, and I can completely understand that because, you know, you're you're giving knowledge, you know, to to the people. It's You know, and not only are you giving knowledge, like, you know, y'all are like the voice for people in Texas, man. All oh, y'all, y'all are like the voice for people. You know, like, hey, you know, we know this is what you guys want. But you know what? Whether you whether you want to be out there with us or not, that's cool because you know what? We're not scared to do it for you. So here you go. Right. Right. You know, and I and yeah, I think we, that's cool. we stand up for everybody who can't talk. That's what kind of what COCW is. We just we want to be a voice for for everybody. Because we know not everybody can say it, you know. There's those yep. people who have those jobs that, and then you've got kids, and you're worried about losing your kids. Trust me, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, but, and I mean uh, that's the sad part about it is that it's like it's that you go through stuff like that that you even have to be worried about going through stuff like that. Right. You know? And yeah, it's definitely not illegal to fight for your rights. So. Um, the stigma about cannabis and everything they. They say that you shouldn't be a good uh, a mom. You're not a good mom if you smoke weed, but yet you can take three one milligram Xanax a day mm-hmm. and take right. care of your kids and be fine. Right. That's nuts. Right. You cannot right. take that much medicine and be okay. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you know, and that's what they and they make it like that. And that's you're right. That's the stigma that they give you, where it's like, and then and and then the problem is, is. It you you see it a lot a lot less now than you did before because people are being educated and because people are being shown hey dude all of the stuff that you heard about what it was and what it did that's not what it does this is what it does so they read this knowledge but it used to be where you people were just they were just ignorant about it they you know it was this horrible thing but you know it was no problem for you to be you know, to be drunk right. and be somewhere or, or anything else like that, you know. We we put too much, I think we put too much emphasis on the whole everything about it being bad that nobody ever actually has been 
things have been happening the way they've been happening. Nobody actually really sat down and said, hey, you know what, man, maybe we're, maybe we're not thinking about this the right way. Right. So now right. that people are starting to see the truth, I feel like, you know, I feel like it's starting to get to the point where the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. <laughs> yeah, it, we're we're you starting know? to get heard. Um, a lot more people are opening their mouths, and it's going to take everybody doing this, y'all. If there's a way that you can share stuff on Facebook or just talk to your friends about it, you know, and tell them, look, cannabis helps this, 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 and this. You're helping. You're spreading education to people who didn't already know. And they're going to trust right. you more than they're going to trust me. So everybody just got to talk to their own family and get them to relate to the you know, needing like cannabis. My, right. Like my mom, you know, my mom, she, she knows. She knows I smoke and stuff. She don't like it. But she knows, and she tells me all the time, she says, I think that's damaging me. I'm like, Ma, I'm like, it ain't damaging me. I mean, I mean, in the long run, possibly, could, I mean, anything, ha- you know, everything that we do in life, you know, whether you smoke cigarettes or whether you drink a little bit occasionally or whether you, you know, pretty much anything you do eventually over time is going to cause damage to your body. That That is inevitable. But right. she's on this whole, like, oh, you know, it's, it, you know, it's making you. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't help anxiety. It's just. You know, she. She doesn't. She doesn't understand. That's the concept what they're told. Like, um, my doctor know, told right. me forever that it doesn't help anxiety. It makes it worse. And I'm like, how does it make it worse if I can have a panic attack on Xanax and walk into Walmart, but I can smoke a joint and walk into Walmart and be just fine and shop mm-hmm. and not have to worry. Yep. Yep. You know, and I mean, that's better than the alternative being all built up on, like, Xanax or something because, I mean, if you've ever taken Xanax. And it Xanax, wasn't working. Body, right. You know what I mean? One, I was still having work panic attacks. Right. Either they don't work for you, so they either give you a higher dosage, which ends up messing you up even worse, yeah. or you just take more than you should, and then you're all loopy and you feel like dog crap, and then the next day you wake up with an excruciating hangover. Like, I don't know if you've ever had a Xanax hangover, but... It's oh, ridiculous. Yeah. It makes you feel like your head is going to explode. Like there's just a volcano inside your brain. It's just going to explode. Yeah, it's, they it's had ridiculous. me on it from the time I was 17 until about 10 years ago. I finally got off of them, and I haven't looked back. <laughs> yeah, and I mean that's my thing, man. The, the whole the whole thing, like my fat with pain pills, it was it was rough for a long time, man. It made me a person that I didn't want to be, you know. And when I when when I finally decided that I was gonna quit, well, that was even worse. That was probably like one of the worst experiences, one of the worst amount of amounts of pain I've ever had to go through in my life. You know, sick all the time, body aching more than I could possibly oh, even imagine, like. Oh, you know, almost like so dangerous. It, it was right. It was almost like, you know, it's like I told you, it was almost like a demon was there and he was like, nah, bro, you're not releasing me. I'm going to make sure right. that I'm going to make sure that you hurt right now more than you have ever hurt in your life because you want to get rid of me. You right. Know? And it was and once once I finally once I finally got through that and the being sick. And the pain and that just horrible, miserable depression from dealing with all of that, I, I never, never wanted to go back to there. Never. So right. I never looked back. And, you know, like I said, when I smoke, man, it, I don't have to worry about none of that. 
it it keeps me it helps me deal with my pain and my anxiety and all that stuff enough to where it is manageable to me. You can where function. I yeah. don't right to where I can function and I don't have to go back to that because I know I'm like, hey man, you know, my girl Mary Jane, she's got me. I don't I don't I don't need you no more. You stay back there. Mary Jane's got exactly. me. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and most people don't realize like we were talking the other day about the worst part of being an addict, not only is the withdrawal, that sucks, but you got about a year to two years before your endorphins mm-hmm. get right yep. back in your head because it releases those endorphins and your body can't produce any more that many. And so, yeah, yep. you go for a year where you're not happy at all. <laughs> and, yep. and I know cannabis helped me a lot through that. That Right. And most people, they either, you know, most people either, when it's to that point, most people, you know, that, that are like, oh, you know, I don't want to smoke because, you know, because whatever, for whatever reason, you know, or whether they're like, oh, well, you know, they, they listen to all that other, you know, all the bureaucracy that is pumped out into mainstream society about it, so they don't do that. Well, what's the other alternative to do that? Then you turn to drinking, so then you drink, and then that ain't that much better neither. Right. You know, that ain't that much better neither. Then you just substitute one problem for another, but everybody says, oh, well, you're doing the same thing with cannabis. But I don't feel that same way. As a a user of all three, I don't feel that way because I know I know that I can stop smoking at any given time and not have any withdrawals, no problem. Now, do I want to? Absolutely not. Because I know what it does for me. But I know if I had to, I could, and I would deal with my anxiety and all that other stuff that I medicate for, I would deal with it the best that I could in the time being, you know, right. but I would never go back to any kind of, any kind of pharmaceutical meds. Like I don't even like going to the doctor and, and, right. and stuff because I don't, you know, I don't know what they're giving me. You yeah. know, and I'm very, I'm very adamant Right. They're getting paid to give you whatever. It depends on what doctor you go to. Some of them push Paxil. Some of them push Zoloft. And it's the same thing, kind of, but they get paid by certain pharmaceutical companies to push that mm-hmm. prescription. So one yeah. medicine could be better and could give you less side effects, but because that doctor is getting pushed Paxil or whatever, they're going to yep. give you Paxil because that's what they get paid to give you. Yep. It's, you know, it's and I mean, crazy. I, and I mean, I, I've taken Paxil, man. It, it makes yeah, me, me it makes me weird, man. It makes me like loony, loopy. It makes yeah. me feel weird. It you know, made me it, like not nothing. Like I walked around like just. Yeah. Nothing. Like you're just like your brain is just like empty. <laughs> yeah, like you're not even there. I hated it. I didn't like it. Yeah. I thought it was crap. <laughs> you know what I mean? All that stuff is horrible, man. Prozac and all that stuff. I mean, Adderall, I don't think it's, I mean, you know, I don't know. I won't necessarily say that Adderall doesn't help some people. I mean, right. you know, I mean, I know but people. Some medicine that, is I, good I, for some people. Right. I know people that take now it. I'm a big believer in taking otherwise. it if you need it. Right. But I think that they prescribe. I think that they prescribe too much stuff for 
things that it doesn't treat. Like, I mean, I don't think exactly. that, you know, like Adderall don't treat no depression. Why are you prescribing it to people that are depressed? Or why are you prescribing things like that to people that have, that are, that are bipolar, you know, you should be giving, right. if, you, if, if, if you're going to medicate these people, you should be giving these people things like Zoloft that actually is supposed to be what it's for. Exactly. You know? Yeah, it's, they want to be addicted. They mix and match too much stuff because, like you said, they make money, so they don't care. And to me, I really do think that that's the whole issue that they have with the whole cannabis industry because they themselves, the the pharmaceuticals and the federal government, because the federal government is, you know, the pharmaceuticals. I mean, they're the ones that fund them. You know, the FDA puts more crap through that they don't even actually know what it is. They just put it through because these pharmacies say, hey, man, this is cool. You know, we're going to sell this to your people, and you're going to make this amount of money off of it. So they just let mm-hmm. it go through, you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, to them, they they can't make money off of the cannabis industry. So, of course, they don't want something that they they can't make money off of because they want their piece of the pie, too. Yep. Within, yeah. And I think they, that that's They wrong. would lose money. Uh, they, the wrong people would make the money then, and they yep. don't want to give their power of money up. It'd and be more a natural. Everybody can grow it. It's like they wouldn't be able to get their grubby little hands on it yeah, like they see, can. Right. But see, if we were smart, if we were smart, we would do what Canada did. And then the federal government just turn around and say, okay, you know what? You guys want it legal here? You guys want it recreational here? Okay, we'll allow it to be recreational here. And then we'll do the same thing that you guys over there in the USA did over there in Colorado. We'll take all of this money that you're giving us to make this country, you know, better marijuana make legal, it man. Better, everywhere. Better. We're going to take that right. We're going to take that money and we're going to put it back into our state because the state's yeah. getting the money anyway. So yeah. that's what they're starting to do. And, you know, things are changing over there. You know, I mean, look at, you know, look at what happened with Colorado. Colorado just, Colorado still to this day, they amaze me. You know, all you Colorado people out there, you guys are awesome. You guys are awesome. You made our dream possible. Everybody yeah, they had this dream, but, but they did it. They did it. They said, hey, nope, okay, let's, 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 they started a revolution, man. Sure you know, did. they did. And and I think that that's awesome because not only did they start a revolution, but they took something that they took something at that point in time that the whole world thought was this this horribly just vile bad thing. And then not only did they take it in and they show people, hey, this ain't bad, dude. This is this is beautiful. This this will right. help you. Just trust us. This will help you. And then once they did that, and then it became medical there, and they started seeing it. Then it became recreational. And then not only did not only did their people start seeing that it was actually helping them, but people from other states started seeing that it was helping their people too. So they started saying, "Hey, let us try some of this." So then they came and they did the same thing, and then went back and told the right people, and then other states started doing what they had to do. Right. Yeah. You know, and and I mean, I I, I support it 100. percent I think that it should be, you know, I think that they should just release the cat, man, let the band go, just give 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 us 
Give us the right. Give us the right to choose what we want. Yep. Let the people choose because right now there are more people that support cannabis than not some sort of way. Right. So the people should have the right. And if most people say yes, then we should have the right to have it. No, I think so. I mean, we're supposed to be free, right? We're supposed to be able to, to you know, to have a voice and have our voice heard. And, you know, it's supposed to be, you know, hey, you know, the people speak and, you know, our government makes it happen. So why ain't it, you know? Yeah, we got to raise our voices more. We got to demand our medication. We got to get out there on the streets. We got to fight. We got to tell them we're not going to take no for an answer. We gotta do. You know, I mean, it it is, and I think that it's going. I think that it's 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 going pretty well. I mean, I think you know. I mean, it still it sucks to me. <laughs> right. But you know, it it, it kind of does. But you know, I mean, I always say it's you know it's legal in my house anyway, so it's not like that really bad. Right. But it's just rough for the people that you know. It's it's rough, and I know it's rough for the people in my state that possibly need it but don't partake or. Because they're scared of what might happen to them, you know. I don't. Right. I don't think that you should have to go to jail for it and stuff like that. You know, it's it it just doesn't make any sense to me. You know, we have more people incarcerated in this country for drug related offenses, like marijuana and stuff, than we do people that are murderers. Yes, it's know? so sad. Which which is is horrible. You know. Yeah, they're horrible. they're being ripped away from their families and. Locked in prison for a freaking yep. plant. Yep. You know, which I think yeah. that that's why I think it's key that states are doing the whole decriminalization thing because and it takes away that that aspect. You don't have to be worried about it. I mean, yeah, you still get a ticket and stuff like that, and, and I mean, right. yeah, that sucks. But you know, I'd rather better than going to jail. You know, I agree. Right. I'd rather get a ticket than than go to jail, which when I and was in still Illinois. And though, some of those poor people that can't afford those tickets, though, they're still going to be going to jail. Yep, just, you're still going to go to jail. Sitting yep. there 30 days or 45 days, however long the state that you that you live in makes you sit in there for the offense like that. Here, I think it's like, here, I think it's like if you get whatever, I think it's like, uh, if they give you jail time, I think it's like 30 days or something like that. It might even right. be like nine days. It might even be something crazy, like three months or something. I'm not sure. I mean, I never really worried about it. But right. I've never been caught, thank God. I actually caught one time. I was, I'm pretty smart. I don't run around with it and drive around. and You know, yeah. so, um, as long as you're good and you stay in your house and you don't cause much trouble, for the most part, yep. you're... You'll be all right. Yeah, I actually got caught one time. I was uh, I was taking a little walk and I was out here, uh, by the river and I was smoking park ranger rolled up, and uh, I like went to put it out. He was like, no, 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 he's like, don't hide it, man. He's like, I smell it. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I smell it. And I said, yeah, man. I said, my bad, man. You know, he's like, how much you got? I was like, this is it. And I had a little joint, and I was like, this is it. And uh, he was like, that's it. I was like, yeah, that's it, man. Like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, I'm sure. And he's like, all right. Like, uh, like throw it in water. So I'm like, all right, man. Maybe so throw it away. Yeah, made me throw it away. So I threw Please it in the water. Take you to jail, though. Right. And he goes, he looks at me, and he's like, all right, man. He's like, you know I could take you to jail, right? 
And I was like, yeah, I know. He's like, but uh, he's like, but you know, he's like, I ain't. He's like, you're good, man. He's like, just, he's like, just, just get out of here, man. He's like, don't let me see you over here again. So I was like, all right, and I took off, and I was walking, like walking back up, you know, walking out the park, and he was in his little truck, and he pulled up alongside of me, and he said, hey, man, he said, hey, man, you know, he said, I, he said, I understand, man. He said, I, I get it, man. You know, he says, I, I don't. He's like, I ain't got no problems with it or nothing like that, man. It's just, you know, the park, man, and all that kind of stuff. He's like, you know, and I'm sorry if I was a little harsh on you, man, but just just, just be careful, all right? Right. Yeah, for the uh, most part, they do agree with us. It, like I said, if they, if they educate themselves and they look into it, they'll see. But yeah. the ones that just are hard-headed about it and don't believe that they could ever be wrong or that their government could ever lie to them, then they're always going to be blind. To it, mm-hmm. they're gonna go look. It's everywhere, y'all. Just Google cannabis medication, and they will article upon article upon article everywhere. Anything you want, and I mean, you know, like Candace said, you guys, you know, you guys want to come check out my page? Come check out my page. You know, I'm real big on yeah, you know people in it, my admins and stuff. You know, making sure that they, you know, share knowledge and all that kind of stuff. And you know, they're really cool. They'll get on there and they'll talk to y'all and everything. You know. And stuff. So I mean, we try to try to educate y'all while while keeping stuff, you know, peaceful. You know, I don't I don't let no trash into my group or nothing like that. You know. Right, and it's private group, so you can talk without fear of other people that you can't talk see that you smoke seeing it. Right. Right. Nobody has to worry about anything. Everything is closed. The only people, the only people that are in there, the only people that are in there are the people that myself and my admins allow to be in there. And anybody right. that, you know, and I have strict rules, anybody that violates my rules, you know, you may or may not get a warning, but if you violate them, you're going to be gone, you know. Right, it, right. It just entirely depends on, you know, what one of my admins thinks at that specific time. I mean, I don't question their decision. You know, I pretty much let them do whatever it is they want to do. You know, I right. trust them. I mean, yes, they ask me things like, hey, you know, should I do this, boss? And I tell them, you guys don't have to ask for my permission. <laughs> you know, do and what you need to do. Right? right. Do you guys make my well, page run yeah. the way it is? So. Well, we're but about to end the show. It. I think we got two minutes left. But it was so nice talking to you. And, yeah, if y'all go hit up Pete's uh, What You Believe in his group, y'all can see him there and see what he's got going on more. Um, It was so great talking to you. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for letting me come on the show. I really do appreciate it. It was was good to, you know, to talk to you. You know, I mean, I think it's cool that, you know, we kind of, you know, we put it out there like that because I feel like people need to know. And and I think what you guys do, all of you guys, I think it it is amazing. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, COCW is like one of a bunch of people, y'all. It's not just me. I know you see me a lot, but it, we got so many of us that work so hard and um, do what we do. And I wanted to thank all of them. There are many out there. Well, thank you. It was great talking to you. You have a great day. Hit me Night. up, y'all. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Awesome. So thanks, Cardi, uh, Coffee Party Radio USA and the Human Solution International for our show. I know we're out of time, but I do um, want to go ahead and say it's not going to go on the radio, but for y'all out there in Facebook land, um, on the 13th, Dashbox has got a 
garage uh, event going on at their new store in Plano. And as y'all know, we love Sasquatch. They help us out a lot. They're a small business. And if you use the code COCW, you will get 10% off your order. Um, but they are going to be having an event all day long. They're going to have brisket. They're going to be selling plates. Um, uh, donation, um, taking donation for a uh, place of food, brisket, and I hear Lisa makes a mean brisket. Um, I know Blunt Man, Jay will be out there, and Loretta, I can't wait. We're going to pick them up Friday, and then all of drive down together. And then also, we got some newer organizers from Cleveland area that are going to come. So, y'all, if y'all are in the Plano area, come out on the 13th, and let's have some fun with Dashbox. Uh, I will go ahead and uh, thank you so much, Jay, for helping out with the show. He does the back end stuff, mutes people, and gets them on the show and everything. And he does a great job. Hey, love. Shauna's out there. How are y'all doing?